A guy can only take so much. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Grumpy Monkey, by Suzanne Lang, illustrated by Max Lang, published by Random House Children's Books. Grumpy Monkey is about a chimpanzee named Jim, who wakes up not feeling quite right. His friend Norman and the other jungle animals try and get him to snap out of his funk, but they don't help at all. Will Jim be able to break out of his bad mood? We'll bring some comfort food, maybe a banana, and let's cheer this guy up. The story opens on Jim hanging from a tree one morning, and he's not having it for some reason. It's one of those days where everything is too nice. Maybe it's a case of the Sunday scaries, and he's worried about having to go back to his shitty work the next morning. Jim couldn't figure out why he was feeling this way, but then his next-door neighbor, a gorilla, chimed in to say, quote, Maybe you're grumpy, suggested Norman from next door. I'm not grumpy, Jim insisted. End quote. You know... If you don't have anything nice to say, just keep it to yourself. Why not agree with Jim and just be like, Yeah, shit sucks today. It might make him feel better. Jim goes for a walk, and of course Norman follows, probably just to annoy Jim and poke at him when he's down. While walking, Jim comes across another animal. A bird of some kind. I don't know. I'm not a zoologist. And Norman immediately tells the bird, Jim's grumpy. Instead of helping, the bird asks why, and rubs it in that it's a great day. Jim denies he's grumpy, and Norman and the bird call him out for how he's standing. Give me a break. Well, Jim continues to walk, and Norman continues to follow. They run into a lemur, who doesn't help at all, and points out something else Jim's doing that makes him look grumpy. Then Jim goes on to trip over a snake. Norman continues to tell all these animals, Jim's grumpy. Don't you think if he was grumpy, he would want to be left alone and not told, Hey, look how pissed off you are. I'm honestly waiting for someone to tell him it looks like he has a case of the Mondays. If that happens, I hope he heads home and calls it a day, because he doesn't need this. Jim ends up faking a smile, and after all the recommendations from the other animals, He at least looked happy. Hopefully this gets the rest of the animals off his back. These animals act like fellow employees. You know, people who aren't your friends, but you have to be friendly to them because you see them every day and every interaction with them is fake. But inside, you would love to slap every single one of them upside the head. Well, the harassment didn't stop, even with Jim looking happy. The animals still knew something was bothering him. The story goes into a montage of all the animals telling Jim what to do. From zebras telling him to roll with them, to frogs telling him to jump with them. It's just, you should after you should. If I were Jim, I would tell them, you should shove it where the sun don't shine. He's a grown-ass chimpanzee. He'll do what he wants to do. Finally, Jim has had enough when, quote, Why are you grumpy, Jim? asked the others. It's such a wonderful day. I'm not grumpy, 
shouted Jim as he beat his chest. End quote. I'm surprised it took this long with how patronizing they were being. I'll give him credit for showing restraint by hitting himself and not them. I don't think I could do it. After Jim walks off, he sits by himself feeling sorry for himself. Which I would too if I had a day like this, where everyone tormented me while I was down. But out of nowhere, Jim sees Norman, and Norman looks upset too. It turns out after dancing with a porcupine, it came back and got him right in the butt. And you can see a bunch of porcupine quills stuck in his ass. He totally had that coming to him after taunting Jim all day. After seeing Norman have a rough go of it, Jim starts to feel better, just taking pleasure in Norman's pain. And the book comes to a close on Norman and Jim sitting up in a tree watching the sunset. Though, I don't know how Norman is sitting after that debacle. The two of them ask each other how they are doing, and they tell each other they will feel better soon. This moral really hit home with me. When someone is not feeling well, don't rub it in or tell them they have to feel a certain way. Empathize with that person. Be there for them. Be quiet and listen. When a person is ready to let their feelings out, they will tell you. I also want to point out, when you're feeling upset, it's human nature to get pleasure out of other people having problems. And in this case, it allowed Jim to relate to Norman, and they could take comfort in each other's sorrow. It's just important to not let that feeling get too out of hand and get spiteful, trying to drag other people down with you. Then, you're just a hateful son of a bitch. Suzanne wrote a good one here. The game she set up with the animals asking Jim why he's grumpy was fun, and there's plenty of comedy and relatability in her writing. I only take issue with only one thing, though, and that was the title. Jim being a chimpanzee is an ape, not a monkey, and I was wondering when the monkey would enter the story. As for Max's pictures, they were wonderful. He changed perspective, size, and backdrop of the pictures to keep the reader connected. With there being so much repetition, the story could have turned dull for the reader, but at no point did it. This was a New York Times bestseller for a reason, so on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 4.3. I'll have the full bird and a taste of the trimmings too. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.